It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to Round Guy, the podcast coverage of high school football in Southeast Iowa. Uh, I'm on the phone with Scotty Melvin. Say hello to everybody, Scotty. All right. Hi, everybody. Man, no. Uh, what a, we had a big week last week, but I think the the biggest week is uh, coming up uh, this week. Uh, Scotty and I are going to give out a little uh, offensive and defensive recognition to a player uh, from last week. I think that's what we're going to do first. Go ahead and give your two picks there, Scott. Well, on offense, I got to go with Bryant Williams from Burlington. Um, I didn't see the official stats yet as far as uh, what he rushed for. Um, but the kid is putting up video game numbers. He was uh, down at halftime and had done the damage for Burlington. Um, over 200 yards rushing, two or three touchdowns. This kid is uh, probably the best offensive player uh, anybody has in Southeast Iowa right now. And I look for big numbers for him. And uh, probably an all-state pick by the end of the season. Yeah, he's had an outstanding season. What, what do you like on the defensive side of the ball? Defense, I'm going to pick somebody from the game I went to. I went to the, uh, the Waco game, the homecoming game against uh, Iowa Valley. And number seven for Waco, Jonah Clark, a linebacker and a tight end on offense. Uh, this kid harasses quarterbacks. Um, he's, a, he's a nightmare for uh, the offense <laughs> that he's going up against, and uh, it was a lot of fun to watch him. He, uh, I would say, was responsible for several turnovers, not because he was the person that actually got the ball, but because his uh, pressure that he, that he puts on in the backfield there uh, from his linebacker spot. He, he's a force. Outstanding. What was his name again? Jonah Clark. Well, congratulations, Jonah. You've got some recognition this week. All right. Uh, I, I went to the Fairfield game. Uh, I wanted to recognize uh, Tate Allen, their, their quarterback. Uh, I don't know what all his stats ended up. I had three, three touchdown passes in the first quarter or the first uh, half, and I think he ran for a touchdown, too. He had uh, one really good, you know, 50-yard run or some somewhere in that range, just on one run. Uh, and I know they put up a lot more points in the second half. So I would say, you know, uh, multiple touchdowns and probably somewhere around 300 yards passing and probably 100 yards rushing and a rushing touchdown on top of all that was a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty great uh, performance, pretty heady. You know, he there was times when everybody was covered and he ran the ball or tucked it, you know, Maybe just ran, maybe got a yard or something. But, you know, as long as you're uh, not turning the ball over, he done really well. On the defensive side, I want to recognize the entire Washington defense. Uh, to play Fort Madison that well, to hold them, to hold them and keep the, keep the game where they really had a chance to win. They've had the toughest schedule. I'm uh, really kind of impressed with at least how the defense has, has played. I know the offense has been been struggling, but showed some life this week. Uh, um, yeah, I, I, what do you think? You like the Washington effort? 
I do. I think I think they've got it together on defense. I think their uh, offense is coming along. Um, I get to talk to one of the boys' moms up at the gym there in town every day, practically. And uh, she said that game against Fort Madison, they made some huge strides offensively. So, and I, and I'm inclined to believe that based on what I listened to the other night. So, I think they're uh, poised for a win. I think they're going to do some damage in the district there. I don't know if they'll make the postseason, but they're they're definitely not uh, somebody to be taken lightly. Okay, uh, we're going to get get ready to play beat the round guy. Uh, I want to I'm going to talk about uh, one game at a time. I'll shoot the game out to you. I have some numbers, but I think they might be from the whatever that max thing is, you know. Uh, and I think they might be haven't maybe haven't been updated for a week or so, so they might be a couple weeks old. Uh, the ones that are in the top ten, I got them off of the uh, the Des Moines Register. So if you hear if you know a little different ranking than what I'm going to say, just jump in there and then talk about last week's game, what you know about it. So I'm going to start out with Fairfield's three and one. They're going to be playing Keokuk, who's one and three. Now I have Fairfield ranked at number twenty-six. Have you heard any different on that, or I haven't. Uh, anybody that's not in the top ten or receiving some votes in the major newspapers here in the state or the Radio Iowa poll, um, I don't know anything beyond that rankings-wise. But Fairfield's got their kids back to a normal level as far as numbers go for their varsity program yeah. uh, last year. Keokuk's in a rebuild mode, and I don't know what all's gone down. But I've got Fairfield in this one. I think this is going to be an easy game for Fairfield, honestly. On paper, it looks easy, but uh, I'd like to point out, Fairfield's combined opponents are 1-11. Oh. Yeah. So, I, I get that. Um, they they faced one tough team and they got years, smoked. You know, I'm just just trying to, uh, to you know be fair. It's not the Fairfield's fault that they played those teams, and uh, those teams didn't come close to playing them. You know, and they are good. Uh, I see some vulnerabilities that they have. You know, mm-hmm. from watching yeah. them. But you know, Keokuk, they're mm-hmm. home. Uh, I, I'm going to give the edge to Fairfield too, uh, but I I could see that being uh, if Fairfield gets that win, it'll probably be their best one, you know, that they've got so far. So, uh, well, we're into district play now, starting this week. So these are the games that really count. Everything up to now has been a tune-up. Um, I think Fairfield's got a stronger. I guess uh, body of work in Keokuk. Um, throw out the records here. This is at zero zero. We're in district play now. These are the ones that are going to send you to the playoffs or keep you sitting at home. And I just think Fairfield's got uh, something going, uh, despite the the records of the team that played. And I, so I've got them in this one. I'm not going to say they're going to blow out Keokuk, but they're. Yeah, I don't they're see no running clock here, but. Uh, um... If Fairfield does win this game and comes out four and one, you know they're they're going to be really sit and sweet. And I do hope that they win. And I, I I really was impressed with the support that they had and how hard those kids are working and how well they're coached. So that, yeah, it's it's great to see them bounce back from that uh, season they had last year. That was a pretty rough year for those guys. All right, now this is a, a, a 
pretty tough game, too. Uh, we're talking about Oskaloosa. Yes. Oskaloosa is 4-0, and they are, according to the Moines Register, number 10 in the state, yeah. up from 20 last week. So, you know, I, I was talking a lot about how it was, you know, that they were, it was time to give them some respect, and by gosh, I think they got it. Now, they got a tough opponent, and they're on the road. They're playing Clear, Clear Creek Amanda, who's 3-1 and one and rated 17th in the state. So, what do you think? I mean, this this ain't going to be no cakewalk. Well, I, I would go back to your point about Fairfield. Uh, Clear Creek Amanda, yeah, they're 3-1. and one. They're, they're no slouch by any means. But I don't feel their schedule to date has been that tough. I feel like Oskaloosa has uh, survived – with flying colors, uh, a few tests already. I think with their balance and the fact that they've played some stiff competition and come out undefeated to this point, I'm going to give them the edge. Even though they're on the road, it's going to be tough, but I think they're going to win that game up at Clear Creek, uh, Amana. I'm, uh, I'm with you here. Uh, I, I like Oskaloosa. Until Oscaloosa loses, I'm going to keep picking them. Uh, yeah. They've, you know, they got this, they got all the momentum, and boy, where, where do you think they'll wind, they could wind up fifth or something if they do, you know, win a decisive victory against Clear Creek of Man. although I'm, you know, Clear Creek of Man has not, they played some tough teams, and they got a nice record yeah. here, and they're home, so, but we'll, we're going to, I'm going to be with you on this one here, so... Okay, now, this is another just unbelievable game. Sigurd and Kyoto, 4-0, as of this week, according to the Des Moines Register, number four in the state. All right? But they're going to Pella Christian, who is 4-0, and number nine in the state, according to the Des Moines Register. So, what do you think? Well, um... This is a tough one. I don't know much about either team. I know histories. And Sigourney Kyoto ended up in the Dome last year. I know they've lost a few pieces from that team, but they appear to be reloaded. Um, Pella Christian's one of those that they always have a tough team. Yeah. Yet they tend to get a little bit more respect in those state rankings than they end up um, finishing. Performing, you mean? Even. Yeah, you know what I mean? I don't want to say that. But yeah, they, they end up uh, falling short of expectation when, you, when you're looking at the rankings versus what happens with them during the season. And, you know, we all know Pella's a, a football town. It's a sports town. They, they have great success in that town um, between the Christian school and the public school. Well, that Pella Christian has a beautiful stadium. Oh, my God. Oh, it, it's amazing. You, you, you drive know, up I mean, uh, this- uh to Des Moines on the highway there, you can see it from the highway, and you're thinking, man, how, what a, what a great place for uh, the high school kids to get to play. What well, have you um, got here? I'm going to go with Sigourney. I'm going with the local team because I just think they're the real deal. And road, road, road man this week. I'm going with Sigourney Kiona, too. They have impressed me. They have impressed me. I mean, this, this, uh, the number four is you know what I mean? Again, if they can get past Pella Christian, 5-0, and you know, 
that yeah. will be moving forward from number four. I, I think they're tough, and they're going to really represent us well. All right, here it is. I mean, you know, we, 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 we think we're talking about big games, don't we? They all sound like big games, don't they? They're all big from here on out. But th- this is the biggest of the biggest. This is probably the biggest game in the state this week. Or if it ain't, it's among them. Waco. Just anointed number 10 in the state by the Des Moines Register versus New London, who's got a little chip on their shoulder from losing last week. But they yeah, lost to a really good right. team, too. This, that's also ranked. So, uh, Number nine went from number four to number nine. Uh, what do you think? Okay, so <clears throat> New London is a, uh, a well-established program. A lot of pride there. Um, I think they took a shocking loss last week. Waco, I was at the game. Uh, they took care of business. So yes, it was kind of lackluster at times. It was kind. It was a homecoming game, and so it was a uh, you know. They were a little flat, yet they they still came out on top with with no problem whatsoever against a decent team. Uh, so now you've got they've got to go on the road. They've got to go against the the typical district leader these last several years, New London, who is probably a little bit miffed about losing last week. Um, it's going to be a tough game. I think Waco is going to be focused. They've got a longtime coach. He'll he'll get them prepared. I think they're going to come out on top. I think it's going to be a dog fight. You got Waco. I got Waco. I got Waco too. And, I would have, and last week, though, you know, two weeks ago, I had New London. But I think, yeah, like I you mean, say, that they had little distractions with the homecoming and, and uh, you know, maybe a little, little inflated ego by the uh, – big win and the jump in the ratings and everything, you know, and it came out a little flat, but uh, being on the road, they won't have any of those distractions. And they should come out pretty focused. Although, I expect New London to fight like, kick like a mule in this game, and I don't know what you think. It's going to be tough. I mean, you could probably flip a coin on it, honestly, and and advantage to the home team on one end of things, but Waco... I'm telling you, this team does not have any weak spots. So if they were to lose a game at this point in the season, it would shock me. Um, they just, for an eight-man football team, they've got pretty much everything you could possibly want in a football team. They're, they're stout on defense. They can score from every possible direction offensively. They can throw it. They can run it. Um it's hard for me to believe after seeing them in person and after knowing that they handily beat English Valleys, who then the next week beat New London, it's hard for me to believe Waco could drop this game. Uh, but they so, don't play them on paper. But they could. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> they could. They could. Uh, all right. Deeds. I mean, that that's some pretty damn good games. Okay, here's a pretty, what looks like to me, a very evenly matched game. Number 31 in the state. Winfield Mount Union, three and one at Lone Tree, two and one, rated number twenty-eight in the state. What do What are your thoughts on this game? It's a tough one to pick. Um, you know, obviously Winfield's got the superstar player in this area, but 
it's going to take more than one player to uh, lead a team to great success. And uh, I think Winfield has more than just Cam. Lone Tree has been a strong program in recent years. Um, they're strong again this year, it looks like. This is kind of a toss-up game, so I'm going to have to do the homer thing. I'm going to go ahead and pick Winfield on this one. Picking Winfield. You know what? Something tells me that Cam Buffington's going to be the difference in this game. I'm going yeah. with you. I haven't disagreed with you yet. Uh, well, I, I think his enthusiasm and his uh, will to win and his uh, – I think a, a guy like him – not only his physical abilities, but his attitude and stuff. I think that's contagious. I think he, I think it's going to infect the rest of the team. I think if not this year, he's only a sophomore. You're going to see great things from Winfield. Certainly, if not this year, in the next two years. Well, the kids, the kids really putting up points, and the, and the team that scores the most points wins. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, okay. Now here's uh, three games that should be easy to pick. So probably a, a upset in the, the next three, but uh, you know it's number nine for Madison. They're playing at Mount Pleasant. There's a you know you could tell us a little bit about the Fort Madison season if you know anything. Well, like I've said before, the, those guys returned a lot of weapons. Uh, I remember seeing their uh, preview on some of the local TV stations where they were a little bit concerned about the defensive side of the ball. Honestly, they seem to be just fine on defense, and they've got some playmakers on offense that are well-established and known commodities. Um, they did have a tough outing at Washington, but Washington's better than their record shows. Washington's tough to play in Washington. I mean, that's yeah. – that's And you know what? You like to say, Washington's had a tough tough schedule. They've got some yeah, losses. Sure. Got, you know, but a lot of times you play that kind of competition all the time, and you get – Better and better and better. Uh, yeah. So I'm sure you got Fort Madison in this one. I do. Mount Pleasant, uh, they, they graduated too much talent, so they're in a little bit of a rebuild. They, they did win last week. Fort Madison is going to take this one, I'm sure. So Mount Pleasant got off the snide last week. Uh, yeah. They'll probably be another week before they uh, get into a game they'll have a chance in. Uh, now here's a game uh, kind of a, on the Mississippi River. Number 24, Burlington. At Clinton, so we're on the road. But Clinton's one and three. Burlington's three and one. I mean, what's your thoughts? So the Clinton River Kings—they uh, won their first game in, I believe, three seasons last week. Okay. Good for them. I'm happy. I you hate to see a, a, a school not even win a game in two years, but. They will not get win number two this week. Yeah. Um, Burlington's tough. They uh, they had some players injured last year that are back now. Of course, the big name, Bryant Williams on offense. There's there's just no way they're dropping this game. I, I just don't see it happening. And, well, uh, I do appreciate it winning last week. And that yeah. will be a – it probably won't be the last time. You know, once you win, it's a lot of weight off your back and uh, things will open up uh, – Good for them. Uh, now here, here's a game. Uh, Cardinal. No, Max has them listed as twenty-one. I, I, I didn't see him in the the one register pool. You said something about sixth or something. Yeah. 
I've seen him rank six in uh, the Des Moines Register poll. Yeah. Okay, so, and I think they deserve something in there. Anyway, they're four zero. They're playing Van Buren. Van Buren didn't even field the team last week. Did you ever hear anything about what the reason was on that? Or? Uh, with all the the forfeits that I've seen so far, Van Buren's no different. It, it's generally the, the the school says we've got a mixture of injuries and COVID related illness. In other words, they don't have enough players they feel like at least at the varsity level to safely play the opponent they're up against. So they just forfeit, try to get everybody back or as many as they can for the next week. And uh, unfortunately for Van Buren, they had to forfeit last week, and this week they're up against a tough opponent again. (laughs) There's nothing easy about that for them. And Cardinal has been slowly building a really nice program over there that you know, honestly, was uh, not in great shape until these last few years. And they've, they've yeah. built it and built, and built, and now they're a state-ranked team. And uh, we'll see how they end at the end of the season. They will have no problem uh, tomorrow night or Friday night. Van Buren might uh, stay closer if they forfeit. Right. Now, here, here's a game that's not just a complete pushover. Uh, Davis County, you played down. Uh, they play Cardinal well. Uh, mm-hmm. They're they're rated number twenty four. They're two and two, and they're at Eddieville Blakesford Blakesford, who is one and three. Any thoughts on that game? They're as far as picking. Um, I know almost nothing about either team, other than I know Eddieville is not. Uh, they're not a, a real strong team this year. So Davis County, um, they look to me like they could compete with about anybody on their. Well, they sure competed with Cardinal on their, on their game. I've got them probably winning this one big. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Davis County puts the running clock on Eddieville. Okay. Now here's the here's the pick that's not easy in any way, shape, or form. I don't see. It's the Washington Demons, one and three, and they're playing Grinnell at Grinnell. Grinnell is two and two. Yeah, this is uh, intriguing. These are two teams that are they've had uh, kind of similar experiences leading up to district district play, and both of them need this game. And now it's at Grinnell. That's going to make it tough on Washington. I believe Washington has played a really tough schedule. Grinnell's played kind of a half and half. They played a couple tough teams. They got bombed by those teams. They've played uh, some lesser opponents and won those games. I'm going to give the advantage to Washington in this one. I think they're ready to, to start a little bit of a winning streak here. I'm going to agree with you, too. I just uh, – and I'm probably wrong. I mean, but uh, Washington – you know, if Washington wins this game, they're two and three, and they're right back in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they're win, You know – they win that, maybe they beat Fairfield or something, you know what I mean? All of a sudden, you know, their season ain't over. Grinnell uh, wins yeah. this game. They're 3-2. They're looking pretty sharp. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a must-win for both teams, mm-hmm. and I think the winner of this game has got a real good shot at if they, if they can stay healthy and win the games they're supposed to win. 
Uh, I think they'll get into the postseason. And, you know, being wow. a homer, I'm going to my teams could, either One of these two teams could, could, could still compete for uh, – I don't know if I'm going to go that far, but uh, uh, it's going to be a tough game. And you say you got Washington, huh? Well, yeah, uh, I do. I think, I think this, is, uh, this is the start of uh, the turnaround for them. I think they've improved enough offensively each week that, that this is the game that they'll finally break through, I'm hoping. And I think they'll win this one. Wow. Well, I one thing's for sure. It's going to be a, an exciting Friday night, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely will be. Well, we're close to out of time that we can record here. But we got a couple minutes. You want to uh, uh, summarize uh, what you just talked Are you going to be able to get to that game next week or, or Friday night? Not 100% sure. Uh, it's still a little bit up in the air. We're kind of mulling over some uh, some ideas here. Uh, got a lot of stuff going on myself. I got a kid playing soccer Saturday and whatnot. So uh, we'll see what happens. I'll definitely be tuning into the radio. I'll have yeah. my Twitter open. I'll be uh, uh, If I don't get, get to the game, I'll, uh, I'll be on the radio spinning around and uh, I'll, I'll stay in contact with you. And we'll update, we'll update our, yep. uh, our listeners the uh, Gosh, thanks, guys, for for, for following us. Uh, we're growing leaps and bounds. Round guys back, and uh, we're going to keep hitting hard. Uh, this is uh, another episode of Scotty Melvin plays Beat the Round Guy. Thanks, guys. We're out.